0: On this episode I talk about extroverted personalities, Instagram versus Twitter and why you would ever hire someone or outsource. You ask questions and I answer them. This is the Ask Gary V show. Sup everyone, this is Gary vay Nerd and this is episode 56 of the Ask Gary V Show. Before I get into the show, I want to talk about my manic obsession that I was just talking to the team with right now of my Instagram game in 2015. So if you're not following me on the Insta, I need you to do that immediately or it will be the single biggest regret of your 2015. Roommate Harmony asks, hey Gary, do you think it's necessary to have an outgoing personality to be a successful entrepreneur? Roommate Harmony, this is a tremendous question. I think it has never been less important to be extroverted, to be a successful entrepreneur. Oh, I don't know, just look at every successful entrepreneur that everybody talks about, like Zucks, and Ev Williams, and Kevin Systrom, and David Karp, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. I mean, Ben Silberin, Pinterest, I mean, It's actually it's actually the glory days of the introvert entrepreneur because of technology, because of sitting behind the screen, because it doesn't all happen face to face anymore. It's never been a better time to do that. And that's, by the way, always been the way. It's, you know, there's ways to win at, you know, it's about betting on strengths. I do things based on my strengths. I'm an entrepreneur that is extroverted and I surround myself with people and I do that kind of stuff. I put myself out there. Um, Introverted entrepreneurs need to not fake the funk. Like It'd be stupid for me to sit behind a computer all day, every day, and then that was just the way I rolled. Mistake, leaving the magic on the table. Equally, someone who is awkward and is like, yeah, my startup is, thank you. Yeah, my startup is really, like that guy or gal is probably not the kind of person that wants to kind of bet on their personality and they need to sit down all day and focus. And so I think it's betting on strengths. Daniel asks, numbers of monthly active users aside, do you think Instagram is actually a larger social network than Twitter? Daniel, I think that, uh... Instagram and Twitter are tremendously different. I think Twitter is kind of the town hall, the cocktail party of our society. When things happen in the world, you know, that's where we're going. You know, unfortunate hostage situation in Sydney. I'm not running to Insta to see the pictures. I'm running to Twitter for the conversation. On the flip side, I do not believe there's a social network in the world that exists right now that has more of the end attention of the consumer than Instagram, meaning we're looking at those pictures pretty. Carefully in this world, by comparison, um, you know, it's you know, this episode's gonna tie nice together because nicely, because I know the other questions and I know my push for Insta. I think it's about attention on the gram and I think that's where it's really winning. I think people are really consuming content and paying attention. One of the reasons that Twitter is evolving is, you know, I used to be able to send a tweet six years ago and even though with substantially less of an audience of reach, I had more action because the attention was more serious. Now the fire hose has gotten so intense, so those are the variables. Uh, you know. From a net net game of attention, I think it's pretty close, but Instagram is clearly going in the right direction. They just both act differently, that's all. Lisa wants to know, what actor would you want to play you in a movie about your life? Lisa, when the movie of my life is made, which. I'm pretty substantially betting on it happening. Uh, you know, what I'm looking for in 25 years, because I'm a slow grinder, right? Like, don't get confused, Vayner Nation. 99% of the world has no idea who I am, minimally. Um, but I'm a grinder, and I feel good about where I sit in the is this worthy of a movie lexicon in 25, 30 years from now. So I don't know who I want to play me, because obviously there'll be different versions, but whoever is the most attractive would be uh, the direction I'd be looking for. Todd asks, I noticed that you post the same things multiple times. Please explain why this is a calculated move and not obnoxious. Todd, everything I do is calculated. Um, And so the answer is yes, it's calculated. And the reason I'm posting multiple times a day, and I think you're referring to clearly Twitter, is the before mentioned answer in the Instagram question a couple questions ago, which is, Twitter has gotten noisy. I've looked at data and intuition, looked inside myself, and decided that it's okay for me to do it multiple times because the speed is happening. The hardcore fans will accept that it's okay. I've seen that, and just so many call it 90% of people that want to consume my. I mean, still some things that I'm on the 19th time on, like the Twitter mistake on the deck. You know, I put out today, and people are like, oh, and like it's, you know. There's just so much noise that I feel the market has changed and I think it's appropriate. Almost like a scrolling bar at the bottom of ESPN, right? If you think about that, that's looping the same stuff and it doesn't bother me. I can choose to look at the bottom or not. And weirdly, and I'm sure all of you do this, sometimes you just look again and again and again. It's kind of wild that way. <clears throat> I think that Twitter's fire hose now replicates the bottom ticker of CNBC and ESPN and I think it's the right execution to put out stuff at different times, different time zones. I want to hit my European and Asian and and non-US family. What's up? Non-US. I want to hit my West Coast peeps. You know, you got to play it differently and that's just the way it is and I think it's appropriate in a December 16th, 2014 world to put out the same content multiple times on the Twitter. I like calling it on the Twitter. Uh, In a world where in December 16th you know, 2008, I felt differently. I changed my mind consistently, which is why, um, which is why I think I win. Uh, and honestly, which is why I think I'm worth the attention that you're applying to this show, and why I think this format works, because the game is changing quickly and often. And uh, if you're not adjusting, you're gonna lose. The, you know, the 85 Bears won on a system that doesn't work in today's NFL, heck, Heck, the you know, 2000, who won last year, the Seahawks? The Seahawks aren't even able to execute the same game plan as last year in the NFL because of the way the officials call, pass interference, and things of that nature, and so you just gotta keep evolving, and if you don't, you lose, and that's the evolution of my game, so advice that I gave in Jab, 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 Right Hook would have looked differently today about Twitter because between the time I wrote it and this minute, the game has changed. So Gary V, this is what I want to know. Because you have this 500 person agency, I want you to explain why people should use a digital agency. The looks. What's the circumstances, when not to use it, when to use it, how do you optimize it? But basically, give us the gist. Why use an agency? Why not cultivate all this talent inside and Control it, own it, etc., etc. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Guy. Uh... Guy K one of the real uh, thought leaders in the space he, he's too humble to do it but I know he has a new book out and I want to give love to people so Rock, Stefan take over the page here give him a little shout out let's link it up below uh, one of the few authors I feel comfortable enough in saying check out what they're doing so uh, Vayner Nation check out what Guy's doing it's um, a great question Guy as a matter of fact the answer is even better because I'm giving it uh, the answer is you shouldn't You shouldn't hire anybody to do anything if you think you can do it better for cheaper. The, my obsession with, with, with building this, DRock, get up a little bit, let's 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 get a little improv. My obsession with building all of this is predicated on one thing, which is that I think it's worth you to pay us to do our thing, because I think I can do it better than you could do it yourself, or some other agency down the street can do it for the same price, or if we're more expensive, the arbitrage of what they cost versus us, that we're more, more valuable in return. And so, the biggest reasons most big companies hire agencies is the head count on their P&L in corporate America in a Wall Street world is looked upon as a negative versus outsourcing it to agencies. Um, the big reason that a medium-sized business should do it is that they feel like the investment is worth it and the reason a small company or individual should do it is they've run out of time. But the fact of the matter is, nobody should hire anybody, digital agency or I I would hire somebody to hang a picture in my house. Let me tell you why. One, I'm just not that handy. Two, my time matters to me so much. And so I'd rather pay somebody 100 bucks to hang a picture than to spend those four minutes because I think I know what to do with those four minutes to make 101 bucks. Get it? That's the game. Can somebody do it better that brings an ROI to you? And that's why agencies exist. Can we, and don't forget this other thing, if you bring it in-house, you become a cocoon. Right? Like you're only working on your brand, you're only seeing it from your perspective, and you've lost all the other stuff. By having so many people here, I have so many different perspectives, we have so much more data across so many different brands, and then we use that for execution across other brands, across myself. This team here, what we're doing right now, is giving us a north star of execution for other clients. I have better advice for our clients around YouTube and podcasting, because the expectations, and not the expectations, the execution, excuse me, that was funny, I really Rarely say the wrong word. It's a very weird moment, um, and and so that, my friends, is the reason to do it. Can and that's the reason for everything, right? Like, why am I? Why are all these people? Why, show Andy. He's not feeling very well. <laughs> why is Andy here? Because he can do it at an ROI that's better than I can do it. Do I have the time? This, that, the other thing it goes on and on and on and on, and so that's the rationale, guy, and Vayner Nation. Is it worth the investment you put into it? Just like everything else you do in your life. By the way, let's link up uh, the movie that Stefan edited, not DRock. DRock, you got a lot of credit for my Return to Wine Library video. Uh, it pisses me off that you're getting credit for that, so I wanna set the nation straight. Let's link that right here. As a matter of fact, take over the screen for a second. Pick your three favorite seconds of it, Stefan. question of the day where do you watch or listen to the Ask Gary Vee show looking forward to this lurkers get your ass out you keep asking questions I'll keep answering them